0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 81 of the 2 on 3 podcast, where two of your friends take an hour to talk about three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at 2on3pod on Twitter, and you can send us email at... Holla, holla. ...at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I am Chris, and I'm just letting the summer hours pass me by, and you can find me on Twitter at cdvillaseñor, and with me is Ty... Ty, are you prepared for August, which starts next week?
1: I don't think I am, but it seems like back to school is ready for August, and I, I haven't been bitching about it. But you, if I do, you can find me doing that at seatjk.
0: Yeah, it's you know summer's funny around here because it starts so late, mm-hmm. and it just and then August is on you, which feels like the end of summer to me. But you know the kids don't get out of school till June twenty third or whatever this year. <laughs> <laughs> Which is ridiculous, but it just feels like the whole thing's over. And But, I don't know. It's just maybe the summer fatalist in me.
1: I feel bad for the kids. Like, you go into the Fred Meyer and it's just laden with back-to-school stuff. It's like, I feel like they probably feel, they just feel, you know, summer's supposed to be three months long. And they're, you know, they're less than a month into it, or a month into it, I guess. And now they're already getting inundated with back-to-school
0: merchandise. I know. It seems like it, they get cheated my daughter's already doing marching band practices. It would depress me. <laughs> really, it's just—it seems awful. I don't know.
1: I know that my fascination with the passage of time isn't particularly interesting to everyone who understands that these truths are self-evident. But I, I, you know, it seemed like summer lasted forever when you were in grade school, and as an adult, it's just—you know—you plod along day after day, just try, trying to do all the stuff you have to do, and it's—I I feel sympathy toward them that that they would be rushed along when time does pass so quickly and and what seemed like an eternity in the in back in the day is clearly
0: not nearly as long as I once thought it was <laughs> maybe maybe they maybe it seems longer to them and I'm worried about nothing that's probably true yeah probably it all right so tonight well just like our podcast is the gift that keeps on giving today we're going to explore the gift of internet videos you know working the kid birthday party and in the uh, third segment, The Gift of Entertainment in our uh, Trailer Park segment. So um, let's just jump on into this. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Before we start the segment, I have to tell the story about okay. Please do. my back problem.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> my back, my neck, and my back.
0: It's my neck. It's my back. Okay, so I mentioned last week that I, had a, that I was having a back problem. Now, two weeks ago, I had severe pain and i had to go get prescription medicine it's just i just had to do it so they give you the ibuprofen horse pills they give you like a muscle relaxer and then they give you norco which is hydrocodone acetaminophen okay it's it's like magic it's like this magic pain cocktail that you can take and It's fine. So the muscle relaxer only took it like for one day because it really makes you jello. Yeah. And, and non and non functional.
1: Yeah, I'm not but, a fan.
0: But the ibuprofen and the Norco I took essentially every 6 hours because <laughs> it was the only way I could survive. And, you know, cuz the thing says take every 6 you take take every 6 hours or as needed. Well, it was needed every 6 hours. <laughs> Because I was going to work, I mean, I couldn't put my socks on. I needed, I needed that thing on TV where you put the sock in the plastic thing and you stick your foot in it. Like I needed, I couldn't get my socks on. I couldn't tie my shoes. I was just a mess. I couldn't drive the car for that for that whole weekend, from Friday to. I finally could get in the car on Monday and drive myself to work. So I'm just struggling. But every six hours, you know, you hit the, you hit the cocktail, and it was, you know, I could survive. So that started on a Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I took, I, I stopped taking it right around lunchtime on a Wednesday, started to feel better. Okay. So I stopped taking the pain meds, took some ibuprofen the next day, whatever. So Thursday comes and whatever, I'm just kind of, I'm okay, but I'm sort of moving slow. And Thursday afternoon comes around and I feel like, I feel like, I feel terrible. I like, I have the flu. I mean, I like, I got cold. I got, you know, so I come home and I tell my wife, I'm like, I, I don't feel good. I mean, I have, I just feel terrible. I, I can't think my head's all cloudy. I don't know what the deal is. And so I I Google opiate addiction. Like I, I honestly, I, I, I I look and say opiate withdrawal, and it, Google brings up this list of about ten things I have like eight of them. So I, I've been on this stuff for five and a half days, Sick and and I am literally going through low grade opiate withdrawal on a Thursday evening. I mean, so, <laughs> and I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I was stunned that it, that it, that it could happen to me, but. I feel like this like opiate addiction tourist like I just like oh here I'm just gonna make a visit to opiate addiction tourism land and and just sort of smell the flowers a little bit you were but, missing the, the the clutch suppository
1: <laughs> that's, that's what I know about heroin <laughs> withdrawals and if you have the correct
0: suppository then at the right moment you can apply it <laughs> honey call the methadone clinic I mean I need like I just I need I need my fix but so, I'm not, I don't have an addictive personality. So, thankfully. And so, I just sort of just decided it was okay to feel crappy until like I went to bed. And, but I could totally see where someone who was, who was feeling this way and knew that if they just simply took the, the, the opiate, like uh-huh. it, they'd feel better. Right. Cause deep down inside, I knew like if I just take the, if I take the Norco, I'll feel better. And, And I just didn't, but I could see where, but I just had like this minor injury. Like I'm on painkillers for four and a half days or whatever. And it's, you know, maybe five days, but I can't imagine if you got in a car wreck or something and you you were taking pain medication for months on end, weeks on end, and then you try to kick the habit. Like it must come on like a, it must come on like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, when I was in a motorcycle accident, I had an extended relationship with hydrocodone. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's when I learned that uh, I, I don't know what codone is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I know that for it to be uh, effective in my body, it needs to be bonded with the uh, the hydrogen module, module molecule and not the oxygen molecule. If you give it to me in the oxycodone form, it doesn't do anything. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Um, you got you got to have the hydro- hydrocodone.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the mix is there, but... Uh, the oxycodone doesn't do anything for me; it. It just makes me feel weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hey, I, I, you know, not to not to veer into uh, TMI territory, but uh, I always felt like I, I was very careful with it because if I took too much of it, that I wouldn't crap for days. So
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that was, is a yes. That's a that's a that's a wonderful side effect.
1: It was a motivating factor for me never, <laughs>
0: never to take too much. <laughs> Stop up. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel, I I feel terrible for people who have to kick it. I mean, I get it why, you know, it's sort of, I get why people get hooked on it. You know, it just seems so. It was just a, it was, it was, it was nice to sort of be able to look over the edge and go, oh, that probably is a terrible place to be. But it gave me some sympathy for people who have to deal with that stuff and, and, uh, or have to kick it or whatever, or have to deal with chronic pain in some way that they can't manage so i'm just like well anyway but that was my that was my uh, that was my <laughs> that was my wonderful story to start off our podcast <laughs> how's the back progressing it's it's good i went to physical therapy today they're going to get me they're going to get me back to where i need to be my pelvis is all my pelvis is all jacked up too from it's like compensation so i don't know it's a chicken egg argument it's like is mm. is my pelvis was my pelvis has my pelvis been jacked up for a long time which caused the back issue um, whatever. They got to fix it both. They got to fix it all. So it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of engaging my glutes. <laughs> engage the glutes. <laughs> that was the first thing you had me do. I like, all right, what I want you to do is engage your glutes. I'm like, oh, well, okay. All right. If, that, if, it, if that's what you need me to do. You know, I find that uh, when
1: I'm not swinging the club very well, I, it's because I'm forgetting to engage the glutes as I get my, get set for my shot.
0: <laughs> I know, baby. I just say, well, whatever, whatever helps. It's going to, I mean, maybe I get like, you know, one of those onion booties. That'd be, that'd be nice. That'd be, that'd be like you well you know I read all the time that we're
1: supposed to be doing squats like that's the miracle uh, the miracle exercise but when I get into a squatting position and stand up both my knees make a crunching sound and so I don't feel like squats are really going to help that knee situation get better
0: you don't really feel like that's a help, uh, like a helpful thing
1: I, I don't know I, gotta, I guess I just can't go past 90 degrees I gotta do old man squats
0: <laughs> the cartilage is all falling out I guess so alright let's jump into this thing sounds good all right, here in segment one. All right, so what is the... So it, having email started this whole bit, and of course social media does it even more, but it, it began with the email thing where people would just send you shit, right? Like, yeah. read this, chain email, here's a video, here's an article, here's a whatever. But the... But... but Internet videos seem to be the one that people want you to watch because if you if you know someone relatively well and they send you an internet video, the next time you run into them or talk to them, be like, hey, did you see that? Did you watch that video I sent you?
1: Right, yeah,
0: they expect you to watch it if they send it to you. <laughs> right, but what's the what what's the what's the natural sort of what's the limit? What's the statute of limitations on? You know, what do you owe? What do you owe people if they send you? stuff
1: i just i think that i opened a link from somebody recently and it was like to check i don't even remember what, what the video was at this point but i was appalled because it was like seven minutes <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't watch it and so then they we had that
0: conversation later oh, did you watch that video I, sent? I was like no it was seven minutes long <laughs> seven now seven minutes is that's that's almost rude to send somebody because uh, i don't have seven minutes to watch a video mm-hmm. that you're not That you're not entirely You're not entirely invested in Now I know that there are people in my life Who will Who will say um, um, I saw this movie It was really great You should watch it Like I was on Netflix I saw this movie You should watch it And then I'll talk to them Not too much longer later And they'll say Hey did you watch that movie I can't even watch the movies I want to watch Let alone Your recommendation Like Do you think, do you think that's more of a, like, so the sender, like, is that their ego? Is that their, is that, is that where that comes from? Uh, It's so hard to know because
1: I I don't know if people are as living as examined lives as you and I tend to, which is to (laughs) to consider in advance. You know, I think people are just like, oh, this reminded me of such and such. So I'm going to send it to them. And then there's other people are just like, well, I'm going to send everything I ever see that I like to everyone I know. Yes. And going back to the seven minute thing. And, and let me, let me come back to this for a second. I had, uh, so sometimes when I do the dishes, um, I tend to not want to do the, like the pots and pans, right? Like there's never more than a handful, but I'm always like, ah, oh, I just, I, I'll get, I'll get to this later. And it's always the wrong decision. Just like most procrastination, right? Just do it. <laughs> it takes less time. And I actually put a note up by the sink for myself because there were so many pots and pans one day I washed them all. And it took me like six and a half minutes <laughs> but it feels like an eternity when you're standing at the sink so i wrote a note that says washing the pots and pans takes a maximum of six minutes to force myself to reckon with the fact that i was procrastinating something that took that much time
0: right well so you could watch you, you could watch this person's video then well yeah you while, know, if you, I had, while you
1: did the dishes <laughs> if i had it handy i might have <laughs> you know and then as far as movie recommendations go that's like one of the only ways I can get my wife to watch a movie that I want to watch is to try to get someone else that she knows to recommend it to her.
0: A third part. You need a third party recommender to, to get your wife to watch a movie.
1: You know how many times she's come home and been like, I heard about this movie. It's called blah, blah. blah. We should, my such and such told me we should watch it. And my reaction is, ah, the movie I told you I want to watch three months ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. They, they would, they they would rather take it from a stranger pretty much like, yeah like, i think that somebody could stop her on the street
1: and be like have you seen this
0: <laughs> my, my wife who listens to this podcast by the way so when we were first dating and first being together, she would do stuff like we would go to a movie like we'd buy tickets to the movie the guy ripping our movie tickets she'd go is this movie any good she'd ask the guy the ticket ripper i'd be like honey don't ask the ticket ripper Don't put your... Because if he says, oh, it's not very good, you're going to be pissed. Yeah. Because we just spent $25 on movie ticket. Oh, no, that movie's no good. (laughs) Or if he says, oh, that movie's really good, and then you don't enjoy it, you're going to go, well, that guy told me it was good. This movie sucks, right? So I'm like, don't ask ask third-party people. Why would you want to know? Why would you want to know?
1: You've already made the decision. It's a sunk cost now. You just have to experience whatever's going to
0: happen. Right. Which is the same sort of thing about like Yelp things. Like, don't read the Yelp before you go to the restaurant. Only when I'm trying to pick one. Maybe sometime. But if you said, but if someone said, hey, that's a really good restaurant, you might like it, you should go. Do you read the Yelp reviews first or do you just go? I think it really depends on what kind of restaurant it is. (laughs)
1: Like, I need to know something. Really? Yeah, I'm generally not taking this rec- restaurant recommendation. I mean, you know me. I can't. It's hard for me to eat out, so I've got to sure. like I've got to do some research to make sure that it, I'm not going to be dealing with some sort of a negative service situation or a limited <laughs> menu of some kind. I didn't even know what I'm getting myself into.
0: But this is the. I think this is the whole part of the the this internet video thing, which sort of bleeds into the the recommendation thing, right? Mm-hmm. I recommend you watch this. Do I watch it? I don't know what it's about. Like, I'm, if is it. It could be just weird. I don't know what I don't know what the deal is. I'm more apt to watch something that you post on social media, right? If I yeah. catch if you post something on social media, like on Twitter or Facebook, like, a, and I see the video it has a title, it has something you posted it. I might I might click it. I'm much more apt to click that than you sending me an email with a link in it that says. Hey, I saw this video. you and then it's like a YouTube. And it's like. Oh, that, that sounds like a virus. First of all, <laughs> the email thing. <laughs> but those kind of those kind of things, those kind of things. Like I said, if I sort of discover it, I'm more apt to, I'm more apt to watch it than if you recommend it to me. Does that make Does that make me an asshole? <laughs> is, am no, I an asshole. I think, <laughs> is that the, is, are we gonna get into this segment? I think everyone
1: feels that way to some extent. I don't know. Maybe the same people who just send everything to everybody just watch all kinds of stuff too. there's like I, I, I watch everything. I know I have friends that are like well versed in certain types of videos because that's what they do with their like they look at Instagram, right? Sure. And so they follow accounts that post videos. Or I mean, how popular has Rex Chapman got with the blocker charge
0: thing? Blocker Charge is hilarious.
1: Except for the one where I think maybe a buffalo killed
0: a little girl that, <laughs> po- <laughs> that he reposted yesterday. That one, that that one's harrowing. It's first just, of all, it's a little rough. First of all, dumbass people what at, are Yellowstone, you doing? at Yellowstone. At Yellowstone, that is, you know, a two tons of angry beef. That is, <laughs> that is not appreciative of your of your curiosity. You know what I mean? Just, you are way too close to that buffalo. What's funny is if you go to Yellowstone, they give mm-hmm. you like this little one, the sheet at the thing that says, don't F with the buffalo. Mm-hmm. But nobody pays attention to that. I don't want to go
1: there. I don't, this is like the, <laughs> I don't want to go somewhere. You know, this, driving is the thing that comes up to me, comes to mind. But the thing where I don't want to do it because so many people are doing it poorly. Like I don't want to go right. to Yellowstone. It's it's now it's crazy overcrowded and there's clearly people
0: there who don't understand why you shouldn't you know fuck with the large animals. I've been to Yellowstone. It's pretty fun and and you you don't have to be in the crowded parts. Mm-hmm. But yes, there's always somebody. You'll drive by the road and there'll be somebody who's like six feet from a buffalo taking its picture, and you're thinking, if you die, it's on you, pal. I don't. Oh, I've been a couple of times, but it was the '80s, <laughs> so like there was like six people there. But 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 back to but back to this whole video thing. It's like somebody who's curating videos for you is kind of fun. Like Rex Chapman. I mean, it's like thanks when I see a when I see a blocker charge come up, I click on it because they're usually thirty seconds at the most. Exactly, and. They're easily digestible, and they're generally somebody just getting pwned by something. See the kid who got hit by the the bus while he was skateboarding? Yes, the, and shot up onto the windshield with <laughs> the other car. <laughs> that is also harrowing. But so someone, at least I'm making that choice. Like, if somebody sends me a, boy, this video is funny, I don't know. if you, But if on Twitter, if you see a video and you, like, tack my name on there, I'll probably watch it. If you they're getting better at making them
1: invest. Like you invested them more now too. Like the, the pacing has gotten some of the certain, the services that post the longer videos, the deep dive, the, the politics, deep dives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They've gotten better at making them, uh, you know, it's, it's like best week ever for like whatever the issue is. There's like right. three <laughs> panelists, right. They kind of like go back and forth and they're, they're both being quippy. Sometimes I, I actually saw one that was really effective where, that it was like a lay person kind of asking questions and then an expert answering them. And mm. the lay person had like a functional knowledge of the issue, but then the expert was like, well, here's the actual outcome of policy XYZ. And I ended up watching the whole thing and it was like eight minutes long. And I learned like a, quite a bit in that eight minutes. And that, I think, kind of thing. So that's kind of, I've had so many experiences lately with the internet where I wanted to talk to you about this because I think that. You know, that's the one thing I haven't yet seen from any of the the candidates in the political sphere, other than the president himself, really. Which, uh, sidebar, (laughs) uh, I I had a moment today where I realized our podcast is a lot like a Trump rally, (laughs) (laughs) without the you know racist chanting. Sure, Um, but it is essentially the two of us consuming media of some kind sometimes tweeting about that media and then Mm -hmm. going on to a larger, longer format media in order to expound on our expanded thoughts with regard to... Because he does this all the time, right? His rallies are always like my latest Twitter hits. (laughs) That's when he gets up there and he's regurgitating (laughs) the thoughts he's had. He's basically up there podcasting. He's up there regurgitating the thoughts he's had over the course of the last week or so. Yeah.
0: It's semi-informal and semi-incoherent like our podcast. (laughs)
1: Like most podcasts.
0: (laughs) And uh, yeah, but ours is obviously the most tremendous of all the podcasts.
1: I don't think that <laughs>
0: it's 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 a terrific podcast. It's, it's definitely up podcast. there. In,
1: in, uh, <laughs> it's high up there for the podcasts I listen to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a good podcast community. Anyway, um, okay, well, let's see here. Save basically if you like a video. And I follow you on Twitter, go ahead and post it. I might watch it. But don't send me don't send me stuff. <laughs> Just, unless it's like golf stuff. You can send me golf stuff. Right. I'll DM okay. it to you. <laughs> you can DM me golf videos. I'm all good with that. Alright. Segment two In the kids' birthday party section, there was this video that came out last week where the New Jersey devil is invited to this child's birthday party. Which I, I wonder, could you you can get Blitz to come to your party, right? Like the Seahawks mascot. I mean, it just costs money, right? It's
1: expensive. It's like uh, like three hundred bucks for a half hour or something. That's not that bad. You no, know, it is. Three hundred bucks? Yeah. For a half mean, hour? I, that's not that bad. Look at you. Jesus Christ, my <laughs> bags. <laughs> I thought
0: th- it might be more. I thought it might be more than three hundred bucks. But listen, you could get Brett Favre to make you a like a fifteen <laughs> second birthday video for five. You can get an actual NFL mascot to your house for three.
1: Okay. And for like right. a whole
0: half hour? I mean economics being what they are, it's like you get blitz. I mean I mean, so these people Obviously sprung for the New Jersey Devil, mm-hmm. and it seems like they're having a good time. You know, you go to the kids, uh, the kids gym, the little kid gym, where they let you run around on the balance beams and stuff, and then you have the big, uh, the uh, the parachute, the parachute part. Yeah. yeah, which I always loved the par. When I was a little kid, I, like when gym class, we had like the parachute before they were. I don't even know. This thing might have been an actual parachute. <laughs> like, it was. Like, it was. It wasn't the fancy. It wasn't like, the rainbow. rainbow. No, we had no, no, the no. rainbow one. By the time I was in school, no, we had like some shitty, like gray one. But but it was fun. We loved it. So the video is the New Jersey Devil is playing with these children. They're having they're having some fun with the with the uh, with the uh, with the parachute, and the the New Jersey Devil does something just inexplicable. <laughs>
1: The kids are going up and down the parachute, and the devil's standing. Of, speaking of, I, I get that it's sports, but these kids are four, five max. Do they
0: know? Do they care about the New Jersey
1: Devil? I feel like introducing the giant devil into
0: the classroom <laughs> is problematic to say the least. It well, results some questions. Well, first of all, they're from New Jersey, <laughs> so whatever. But and obviously, they're hockey people because nobody springs for hockey mascots other than hockey people so the 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 new jersey devil he he just goes kind of buck wild starts running around and just runs through the plate glass window (laughs) well what i can't figure out with this video is what he was
1: i I think he thought he was going so i've watched it now like i mean analyzed it frame (laughs) by frame trying to figure out what was the
0: intent here you're going over it like it was the zabruder film Uh, pretty
1: much yeah yeah and there's two angles, right? We get two. We get two, <laughs> two different camera angles on the on the incident. Um, and he is standing toward the back of the room. And after they throw the parachute up and throw it down, he just turns and beelines for the window. But the thing about it is, I'm thinking he's gonna like do a pratfall, right? He's gonna put his hand on the glass, right, and then maybe smack his head and be like you would, pretending to right. run into a wall, right? Sure. And but yes, he smashes the window. <laughs> But what I don't get is, like, he's thirty or forty feet away from the kids. None of them are looking at him. I, I, was this guy just bored, standing around in this room and being like, "All right, I just need to entertain myself, so I'm going to
0: slam my head into the wall." Okay, so you figure that the mascot has done this stuff before, so maybe, maybe if he runs around or runs out the door, you know, the kids will call him back. Actually, you know, I don't know what he's, I don't know what his motivations are. It's completely. It's completely random, but I don't know what I don't know what he's doing. But maybe he's looking to run out the door, and and I can see where you're you're wearing the mascot head. It's difficult to see. It's a it's a glass. People run into glass windows all the time. There's a whole, you know, there's a whole section of the internet completely dedicated to people running into glass doors. <laughs> right, so. He thinks it's an open door and he just smashes into it.
1: I guess. I, I just I can't figure out what he's going for here. Um, I looked it up. And so, to get Blitz, the Seahawks uh, mascot, to come to your event, he'll do a mm-hmm. 30 minute appearance for 350 And okay. it's whatever kind of event. A touchdown package is 650 That's a 60 minute appearance.
0: Um, what would you do? What would you do with Blitz for 60 minutes at your at at any event that you can think of so you get (laughs) you
1: get you get pictures he signs autographs okay uh with the more expensive package you get a signed football which couldn't you just bring a football that i don't want to pay a hundred uh and also the football i like that in these little marketing blurbs are like the football can be used in conjunction with your appearance as a raffle or giveaway it's like thanks for letting me know what i can do with a thing that (laughs) i bought from you But then I noticed the Blitz party package Uh-oh. is four twenty-five, so it's an extra seventy-five dollars for Blitz to come to your party. So okay. if it's a kid's birthday party, or by the way, bar mitzvah, which they po- which they point out,
0: excellent, lots of uh, lots of Jewish football fans, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Does he have to wear a yarmulke if he if he goes if he goes to your bar that's mitzvah? Prob- that's probably up to you. Yeah, know, whatever. Okay,
1: but it's four twenty-five.
0: It's an so extra. Wait, so- s- so 300, 300, 350 350 for him to show up to your event. But if it's a Take party, Take photos and sign
1: autographs. Yes, but if it's a party, it's an extra 75 bucks.
0: What a, I don't understand the difference. I I costume cleaning fee? <laughs> <laughs> if you pour beer, if you pour beer on Blitz, that's an extra 150 bucks for sure. Yeah, the
1: kids are going to get cake on the wings and shit.
0: <laughs> Does he I, that, that seems I don't know, it seems like a rip-off. I don't know, I wouldn't tell him it's a party. It's an event. Right, exactly. And they comes. it's a birthday party. What's he right going to do
1: when he's there? Oh, well, this is a <laughs> birthday party, so give him my 75 bucks or I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah.
0: You better cough up that 75 bucks, pal. Indeed. Or, or I'm going to knock you out. Blitz is going to knock you out.
1: Well, speaking of birthday parties, um, I picked my daughter up from one that we dropped her off at, so we talked about that last week.
0: Yes, yes. And
1: they had, in their backyard, uh, a trampoline. And all trampolines these days, a large style yard trampoline, you know, Mm -hmm. the kind we're all used to, um, have those protective nettings around them, right? So the kids can't get bounced off. Yeah. Uh, And you can get the springless kind now where the trampoline is like a whole platform that's bouncing on this like contraption. I don't know if you've seen
0: this. Yeah, the one with the diagonal springs on it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Those are like super duper expensive. Right.
1: And yeah, and you can't get pinched in it, right? Because it's fully below the surface of the trampoline. Right. And so when we got there, there were some toys and whatnot in the trampoline. And I was like, oh, did you guys jump on the trampoline? And the response was, oh, no, we, we, we weren't allowed to jump on the trampoline. And
0: of wait, course, wait, because, wait, 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 what?
1: Well, they weren't allowed to jump on the trampoline during the party because it's like, you know, eight or ten kids. And I think probably as a parent, the parent's just like, no, you're not getting on the trampoline. It's, I, you know, I, I, hey, look, as someone with a, a fairly large play structure in our backyard, I was kind of like when the neighbor kids first started coming come over, like, Here, I printed this waiver.
0: Take it to your parents. (laughs) Have them sign it. Listen, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You cannot have a kid party at your house and you have a trampoline at your house and you don't let the kids jump on the trampoline? That is... That's like having a... Super Bowl party with a cooler full of beer and when you go for the beer. Oh no, no, no. You can't drink that beer. We're saving it. We're saving that beer. <laughs> that cold beer, we're saving that for tomorrow party for tomorrow. There's, Actually, so- after, there's soda for you. Yeah, after <laughs> there's water. There's tap water for you. Um what we have, we're gonna save that cooler of beer, of cold beer in the ice for when after you leave, and then we're gonna drink it. <laughs> like, what are you, I'm gonna come I'm gonna send my kid to your house, I'm gonna give them a present to give to your child and you're not going to let my child jump on your trampoline? You got to be kidding me. That's ridiculous. Well, trampoline was a big part of my life growing up and I I,
1: I remain like somewhat skilled. <laughs> And like last time I checked, I could still do a backflip with a half twist when I was probably 36 years old. So I feel like Dude, you, you're not doing it. You're... you're saying I've just completely degraded the last four years. Yeah, I can't do yeah. it anymore. No, There's... I can do it. No, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I can definitely still do a straight backflip because I can do it at the elevated sports place where we go take the kids to you with the trampolines.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, video or it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> okay, next time.
0: All right, I need <laughs> a video of this. Uh, you can send me this video. I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So there's an ongoing debate in our home where I kind of like want to get a trampoline.
0: We have Dude, room. You, gonna a room. You're going to get, you, you, are going to end up with an ACL. If you get <laughs> a trampoline. You
1: strengthen these cartilage knees better than squats. <laughs> oh god. But my wife like broke her ankle on a trampoline in high school. So she's like, we're never no. getting a trampoline. Right. Like, like
0: how, yeah, you get hurt if you sometimes. Tr- trampolines are like boats. It's best if your neighbor has one, right? Sure. And we're fortunate because our neighbor, two doors down, has a trampoline. And my son and his daughter are about the same age and they hang out all the time. They ride their bikes in the streets. They're they're very much buddies. And oftentimes they will go for trampoline at her place. I'm like, perfect, go jump until you till you puke, whatever. But it's nice to have a neighbor with a trampoline. You don't want to be the trampoline owner. I don't think so.
1: I'll have to print a new waiver.
0: <laughs> you're gonna have a play structure and a trampoline. You know what's gonna happen. Someone's gonna move that trampoline close to the play structure. They're gonna jump off the play structure onto the trampoline, and then into the yard and like with the three point superhero stance. Okay, it's gonna be you who's gonna try this, and you're gonna end up at the ER. So you should do yourself a favor. Oh, and compound
1: fracture. Compound fracture. <laughs> Bone is out. <laughs>
0: you are gonna separate a shoulder or something, man. Again, <laughs> yeah. That's the trampoline is for little children. I mean, let's be clear. It's if you are if you are over about 110, 115 pounds, stay off the stay off the trampoline.
1: Well, at the time I was doing the the skills check, there were no children present, and I was just jumping on the trampoline. A, a bunch of older adults were looking at me like I was a <laughs> crazy
0: person. Yes. They should have too. I would have probably been like, "Oh, check out this dude. He's gonna kill himself." <laughs> I didn't. I did cool shit. Well, I mean, and then I'd have been like, "Oh, hell yeah! All right, good for you, pal." <laughs> and then, and then I got,
1: then I got wiped out, like tired, like in, in like thirty seconds, jumping on a trampoline for a minute. And I'm like, "Oh my god,
0: <laughs> I'm out of gas." <laughs> my my uh my elementary school gym teacher was this Mister Hussy. Yeah. Mr. Hussey. Yes, <laughs> it was Mr. <laughs> Hussey. Mr. Hussey was like this badass gymnast dude. He's like but he was kind of a bigger dude, but he had like he was like ripped and he could do all kinds of crazy gymnastics like he could walk like all day on his hands and do like 5000 pull-ups and he was just a trampoline monster. <laughs> and he would like do like the trampoline demo when we had the trampoline few weeks a year where a few weeks every so often they get the trampoline out and you know they teach us to bounce and do like these basic trampoline skills and uh and he would go up there and he would just do like backflips and shit it was awesome that was my summer job for three weeks doing what setting up trampolines
1: uh, no so, yes yeah, so i worked for the trampoline uh, at the fair at the state fair the uh, i believe it's the evergreen state fair if i'm if i'm remembering correctly uh I was I worked for the trampoline booth and my job was to jump on the trampoline in front of people all day so that it looked enticing to purchase. Oh.
0: You were uh, you were you were demoing. Yeah, I was a teen and my I just would jump
1: on the trampoline and like do tricks.
0: And then someone would uh, and someone would buy a trampoline and buy the I didn't, I didn't give a shit. Thing. All
1: I know is the guy was paying me to jump on a trampoline and seemed well, like they... a <laughs>
0: good good deal to me. The things you'll do for 4 bucks an hour, right? I guess. All right, segment three. We're visiting the trailer park. Wait, I have an
1: important question. Oh, what's that? Am I going to put the trailer park drop in here? Um, that crazy one? <laughs> no, the song one. I don't know, either one.
0: Okay, yes, you are. All right, okay. here, here comes the drop.
1: Okay. I don't know about other trailer parks, but the park that I live in, there
0: are certain requirements you have to meet in order to live here. All right, there we go. Are you happy now? I just wanted to
1: know what you wanted to do.
0: <laughs> I forgot we had a drop for the trailer park. We haven't I gone the, to the trailer
1: park in a long time.
0: I want the super creepy one. <laughs> All right. All right. I hope that's the one you used. <laughs> we. I just pulled. I just completely let everybody in there. Like, oh yeah, we we do that in post. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this week in the trailer park, uh, let's just start with the headliner, which was. The Top Gun Maverick trailer park. Uh, the trailer. Yeah. And it was, v- I was very excited <laughs> about it. It hit all the right notes, right? You hear the little jing from the like ding. Oh,
1: you got me with the Faltermeyer right up oh. front. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, for those of you who don't know, Harold Faltermeyer, a '80s genius, yes. uh, composing lots of, at uh, the Axel F theme, um, mm-hmm. is a is a Harold Faltermeyer uh, joint. <laughs> <laughs> the Top yes. Gun anthem. I can't think of anything else, but I'm sure there's lots. There's tons. As soon as the as soon as the the Faltermeyer, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, sort of a metallic bass drum kind of sound. Yeah, it was just like a it, it's like a it's like a chime. It's like a ghost. Ding. No, it's it's deep. It's like a it's a loud bell. It's like it's more of a bong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> bong. Bong. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it, it's 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 truly amazing, and uh, and I can't believe how excited I got over it. it I, uh, embarrassingly so. I don't even think it mattered for me what
1: happened after that music. Like I was like, oh, they're <laughs> using the original music. Like, I'm in. I'm in. That's all there is. That's, and then once it was an actual, uh, you know, once once you see Tom show up, and mm. you know, you th- I thought we were gonna get sort of a, I don't know, like the the way they remade Point Break, like more of a next generation type movie. And I'm sure that's what this will right. end up being, but that's not what the trailer presents us with.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the. I think that the the theme of Sort of obsolescence is really the, is the, and of course they got Ed Harris to just be intense and Ed Harrisy, just so he could, just so he could give Tom Cruise a hard time.
1: He got out of prison after The Rock.
0: <laughs> exactly. Back, back in the Navy. He's back in the military. <laughs> but the uh, but I just everything about that trailer is amazing. So the first
1: take I saw was that someone commenting that uh, Mav would have been bounced out of the Navy by now if he wasn't promoted beyond captain. Right. And so that's why I asked you uh, earlier, not in the show, but when we were speaking, that how old is Tom Cruise? Because he's 57. Yeah. So I was like, well, how old was Viper then? <laughs> <laughs> so Viper was the commander of Top Gun. Right. And granted, he's the head of an entire section, uh, school, you know, uh-huh. he's the principal of a flight school, essentially. Yeah. But commander is actually a uh, lower rank than captain in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And he w- Tom Skerritt was 63 at the time of... Uh, <laughs> no.
0: Yeah. He he's was, six, He's
1: born how, in 1933, you know. and that movie came out. In, oh, wait! Oh, my math sucks. 50. 53, 53. 50 that makes more sense.
0: So they're the same age.
1: Okay, so I guess maybe he could have still gotten promoted twice in the next four years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, yes. The what? Uh, there was another. So there's the, the great quote here is 30-plus years of service, combat medal, citations, only man to shoot down three enemy planes in the last 40 years. Yet, because we don't can't do that a, anymore. Right. Yet you can't get a promotion, you won't retire, and despite your best efforts, you refuse to die. You should at least be a two-star admiral by now. Yet here you are, Captain. Why is that? Well, um, I follow this, uh, this movie guy named Mike Ryan. And he says, look at that speech Ed Harris gives in the trailer. This is not a speech about Maverick. It's a speech about Tom Cruise's career. <laughs> how he should be a two-time Oscar winner by now. Instead, he's out here trying to kill himself doing stunts and playing the same character from 34 years ago. I love it. Very meta, right? Yeah. My, my response to this is, this is why I love Tom Cruise, because Tom Cruise is in it for the entertainment. I, he could win an award, but it's not fun to win awards. Like he's, you know, He'd rather do something fun. He'd rather do something. He's committed to this action entertainment thing, and he's going to do it till his legs fall off or he breaks his back or whatever he does. But God bless him for doing it. I think it's awesome. I mean, when you get all those... Deaton's out of your blood you can live forever (laughs) this is what i'm saying (laughs) and all the hgh that tom tom is currently taking to to to, you know to squeeze into that helmet my
1: man is soup has definitely received some uh platelet rich injections maybe some centrifuges were involved
0: (laughs) this is my i have no problem with ped use in hollywood like we don't i mean you think chris evans can blow up to that kind of a kind of a physique without the use of Peds, it's impossible. Like you don't get Captain America unless you, unless you get on the roids.
1: All right, I know. That's, this is your favorite hobby horse about action I know. movies,
0: <laughs> it is. and they should. And If Tom Cruise needs to take HGH or whatever he needs to take to stay youthful enough to run <laughs> in movies, then he should just do it. I mean, Stallone. I mean, S- Stallone HGH for still. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Stallone's what seventy. Mm -hmm. he's huge i mean you saw creed 2 he's still he's still blown up
1: yeah he's He's, still he's moving he didn't move around very well anymore
0: yeah well he's seven because he's seven in his 70s (laughs) jesus you can't you can't do all this kind of stuff anyway the tom the i couldn't i couldn't be more thrilled for top gun maverick
1: well you're burying the lead here because there's two quick looks in the trailer where he's clearly wearing a space helmet like, there's yes. a moment where he's wearing a helmet, a space clearly a space helmet, and then later the collar, like the, the metal uh-huh. clip in collar that all our astronauts wear.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is uh, Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to just does, They're just updating his. They probably have updated G suits or something like that because they're doing something. Hey,
1: don't shit on my good time here. <laughs> 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 he has to go to space, all right? He's all the right. only one that can do it.
0: <laughs> he's the only guy who can possibly go to space. You know that Val Kimmer's in the movie too, right? Oh, I know. He's he's hanging around, and
1: your girlfriend Jennifer Connelly.
0: yeah oh, I love Jennifer Connelly.
1: She's. Uh, I noticed. I, I noticed that was her when I saw the still of the trailer. The clip, uh, the the thumbnail is uh, she's on the back of the
0: bike. Yeah, Tom's in his aviators, and she's on the back mm-hmm. of the bike. Yeah, I mean, you hard to find two more attractive fifty or fifty. you know, <laughs> you know centagen not centigenary, What would they be? Quintagenarians. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the uh yeah, exciting. Speaking of good looking quintagenarians. Brad Pitt, uh, in the Tarantino movie. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, also with with Leo DiCaprio. Indeed. And an all star cast. You know, you know that they're just gonna be familiar faces pouring out of the woodwork for a Tarantino tent polar. And I don't get it super. I haven't been super excited about a Tarantino movie in a long time. Mm-hmm. But I watched that trailer. And I thought, oh shit, I gotta watch this. I gotta go. I gotta go see it.
1: So we can send you this video too.
0: <laughs> so you can send me <laughs> this video as well. But the most amazing part about the trailer for Once Upon a Time in America isn't either of those two stars. It's the guy they got to play Bruce Lee. The okay. guy they get to play Bruce Lee looks exactly like Bruce Lee, which <laughs> which which begs the question: Why can't we make new Bruce Lee movies starring this dude because he looks just like Bruce Lee? His name is Mike Mo, and he is amazing in the video in the trailer. You're just like, where'd this guy come from? He is awesome. So we need to do, uh, we need more Bruce Lee movies.
1: Well, he played. Uh... You know, I've never known how to say this properly, but the character known as Ryu from Street Fighter, Mm -hmm. he was on the TV show. He was Ryu in the Street Fighter TV show.
0: Who's just Bruce Lee. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, I mean, so there's something really interesting going on with... It seems like they're having a lot of fun, which sometimes Quentin Tarantino movies, they don't look like they're having a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But uh, they definitely look like they're having a lot of fun in this movie. And I think, it, and there's Charles Manson involved, and there's... The plot does okay. seem like it takes a real hard left turn about two-thirds th- of the way through the movie. So, here's the thing. So, in Glorious Bastards, um, Quentin Tarantino rewrites World War II, right? They kill Hitler. They do, they do all kinds of shit, like crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I think he might be rewriting the Sharon Tate-Charles Manson story... Around this whole Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, actor stuntman thing, so it wouldn't be surprise. It wouldn't surprise me if he told Helter Skelter over again and then, but completely changed how it ends or how it works. I can which see that. would be a very Tarantino thing to do.
1: It would be. And, you know, the thing that uh, stood out for the, me about this movie was that I actually saw the trailer. Somehow, I asked the media for it, to this point, had escaped me. Like, I only recently became aware that it was a Quentin Tarantino movie. Like, I had mm. seen the trailer multiple times, and I was like, this is a movie I'm definitely going to watch. Now, whether or not I'll get to the theater for it is a different story altogether. But now that I know it's Tarantino, I most likely will. Um, but I, I just I, I can say good enough good things about it, and that's the first time I think that I, I hadn't been told about a Tarantino project like, well before I saw anything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to, to, for them to put something together that makes me want to see it without having even knowing that part makes me very excited about the the possibilities for this film.
0: All right. So aside from Pulp Fiction or the first 15 minutes of Reservoir Dogs, what is your favorite Tarantino movie? Um, for, for a long time, and I, that's...
1: It's, it's hard to pick one, right? Yeah. Um, okay, movies he wrote, movies he directed. Directed,
0: like, directed. Okay. Directed, directed. I I think that it's, it might be four rooms. <laughs> is that little slice of four rooms that yeah. is, that's his.
1: Yeah. Um, but just because I I don't know has stuck with me for a long time. Yeah. The, his his one his section is the one with that ends with the finger, right? The, the lighter in the finger is that not his section i think that um his segment's the man from hollywood oh right, right okay yeah that's the that's yeah. the, the penthouse that's the last one right uh uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah so that stuck with me for a really long time and i think <laughs> i was i was running around talking about people should watch four rooms <laughs> i was the guy like hey you should watch this movie um maybe but maybe watch I, just the fat last last segment I, I think if Jackie Brown was 20 minutes shorter, that might make the cut. Um, mm. I, it's really hard to pick a favorite. I mean, they're, uh, the last three have been tonally very strange. Like uh, they're all good. And like *Glorious Bastards, it's very, it's funny. It's watchable. The Django Unchained is hard to rewatch. It's not, it, it has good fun moments, but it is a
0: tough start to finish rewatch. <laughs> it's it's brutal.
1: Uh-huh. The Hateful Eight is another one you can kind of drop in and drop out of.
0: Um, yeah, because it's, because there's, it's just a one room play. It's like a one, yeah. Well, and I mean,
1: you know, I, I still
0: cringe at,
1: at violence against women, and, and keep punching sure. poor Jennifer Jason Leigh in the face.
0: <laughs> That's that. Uh, I mean, these are these are things that Trent, Quentin Tarantino's not worried about. No, right. He's he just he just, he makes the movies he makes. I mean, I think I think Bastards is just. I think it's a. It's very rewatchable. Yes, it's probably the and,
1: other than Pulp Fiction, the most rewatchable one.
0: Yeah, and the I have. Um, yeah, I just I think that I think Kill Bill's great, but um, but yeah, but as far as like if you said you had to watch one Tarantino movie right now that wasn't Pulp Fiction or True or or Reservoir Dogs, I'd be like, uh, yeah, I'll I'll watch I'll watch Bastards. I kind of wish that Kill Bill, uh, I
1: wish there was a release of it, maybe there is, that exists, uh, like a full director's cut that's like four and a half hours long. Like I'd rather <laughs> just watch the whole thing. I think, I don't uh-huh. know, the separation, like the amount of time it took, I remember being very underwhelmed seeing the second part. Mm-hmm. Like, because the second part, there's a lot more action, but then there's not nearly as much character development, and it, it just, it it's a lot cornier because of that. Um, right. And the action is obviously so over the top in that movie. Um, and I know it's definitely an, it, 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 it's essentially him making a live action anime film. Right. To some extent, kind of like a Kung Fu anime film.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the thing that I love about Tarantino is he just loves movies. And he, in you know, he just P. Diddy's right. He just like, I'm going to take these scenes and beats from other movies. I'm going to lay my own story on top of it. I'm going to make you, I'm going to, I'm going to make you a movie and you're going to be wildly entertained by it. Uh, sometimes offended by it, but um, but he's always pretty interesting. I don't know if I'm looking forward to a Tarantino Star Trek movie, but um, but whatever. But what are we I, doing? I, what what is going on? How does I mean what what do you expect out of that? I don't know, I don't know. But a uh, uh, quick hat tip to the the Picard trailer for CBS All Access, which I'm gonna have to freaking buy cbs access just to watch this picard show and i'm still pissed about it but man it's looking pretty good i'm pretty uh, i'm pretty psyched about it are you excited to
1: subscribe to your new consolidated streaming package overlords
0: (laughs) jesus that's a that might be a segment for another day
1: well on the plus side maybe they'll actually be able to push full hd through the broadband as opposed to the compression that we get through the shitty coax connections yeah There you have it.
0: Maybe. You never know. Streaming
1: box brought to you by Comcast. It's it's coming, people. Get ready.
0: All right. And now we head off to the OT, but which means... Now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh. Ready? Ready! Dad jokes of the week. Woo! All right. At least we don't have to sit through three weeks worth of...
1: That was fantastic. That was my favorite part of the show. (laughs) Your favorite. At least there were some good ones at the end. This week is uh,
0: back to form.
1: Yeah, back back to low, low quality form.
0: Back to form for the people at the at the dad joke calendar.
1: Yeah, are you ready? Yeah.
0: What's the longest
1: piece of furniture in a school? The multiplication table.
0: (laughs) Well, how long is it? It's it's ten by ten.
1: Yeah, there you go. Good job. See, now you've contributed your original material for the week, and you don't have to feel pressure when we're done. I found the easiest recipe for a banana split. You cut the banana in half. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Did you hear about the granny who plugged her electric blanket into the toaster by
0: mistake? She spent the night popping out of bed. <laughs> wait, wait, she plugged she plugged the blanket into the toaster? I guess. Does that even... Is that... <laughs> Okay, the toaster's got to pass
1: through. You know, you might want to plug your microwave into it. That joke.
0: That joke makes me want to get into a bathtub with a toaster. (laughs) There you go. It's great.
1: (laughs) I was going to make an opioid withdrawal joke, but I'll pass. (laughs) What's the longest word in the English language? Smiles, because there's a mile between the first and the last letter. Jesus. (laughs) Did you hear about the board banker? He lost interest in everything.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Remember, this is when they start to get good. (laughs) (laughs) A farmer plowed his field with a steamroller because he wanted to grow mashed potatoes. (laughs) What did the dentist say to the computer? This won't
0: hurt a bit. That is terrible. Pretty bad. What do you got for us this week? So we had an earthquake in our area. Was it last week? Uh, The week before? before? Week before. 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 So I wrote a dad joke that got pretty decent traction on the on on the Facebook, which said, if you missed the earthquake last night, it's not your fault.
1: i laughed i laughed in spite of myself <laughs> good job
0: thank you anyway that's uh yay but that's uh but so i'm waiting for the next natural disaster to hit so i can write some more new material <laughs> maybe there's a locust plague or something that will that'll that'll uh that'll descend upon us
1: didn't get swept away in the tsunami just wave goodbye <laughs>
0: That's terrible and awesome. Oh that made me laugh. <laughs> All
1: right. I got my oh, first that might be my first overall original contribution yeah. to Dad Jokes of the Week. Yeah.
0: Natural dying in natural disaster dad <laughs> jokes. This would be great. I can't wait to come up with a dozen of these. All right. Um in the OT we have the uh the amazing Coincidence, or is it kismet, or is it the, or is it the the universe telling us something of the 7-Eleven baby? Now, first of all, just like May the Fourth be with you, <laughs> and other things, 7-Eleven has co-opted July 11th as 7-Eleven Day, which they should makes perfect marketing sense for them to do it. Yes. But a young baby was born in St. Louis. What up? What up? My St. Louis listeners, I know you're out there, um, that that this baby, a baby girl was born on 7-Eleven Day at 7-Eleven p.m., weighing seven pounds and 11 ounces, and the, the 7-Eleven baby, as she's so lovingly called, not only got national recognition for this, but the 7-Eleven Corporation Started a college fund, pledging seven thousand one hundred eleven dollars to her family, which I think is some pretty cool stuff. So, like, what two do you- classes, <laughs> a half a semester at the community college for seven thousand bucks. Well, I mean, given simple in you know, given compound interest, like, 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 her family's not going to spend this seven thousand bucks on something else, right? They're going to spend it like on. Well, hopefully, purple.
1: it's in a trust.
0: <laughs> it's let's hope. The 529 or something, so that they can't just run off and spend their child's college money.
1: I suppose it's better than giving the child seven thousand seven what was it? Seven thousand one hundred and eleven dollars in like seven eleven fun bucks. You can only <laughs> spend these when you're eighteen on cigarettes and slurpees.
0: The uh So here's my seven eleven tale. So I belong. I have Seven Eleven rewards on my on my on my (laughs) phone because there is a Seven Eleven on the way to the to the the golf course, and sometimes um, in between, sometimes you are rushing if you are rushing to the golf course or from the golf course to somewhere else, and you need a a large soda, like a big gulp or a super big gulp, and some taquitos. You know, you got to start. You got to collect the rewards. So I have. I have actually kind of an embarrassing amount of 7-Eleven awards <laughs> that I need to spend on things. So hopefully, uh, you know, do they know your first name at the 7-Eleven? They, they know, I don't think they make eye contact with you at the 7-Eleven. Okay. <laughs> I think they're trained not to.
1: <laughs> we have a local not 7-Eleven where the guys, they start, they, they, I think they, we have a relationship now. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same two guys all the time. Right. So I uh-huh. always uh, see them. It's like, Hey, how's it going? So what
0: are you buy What are you buying at the convenience store? don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> beer and cocktail pep
1: and dwarf. I need more information on the cocktail pep container by the way like how long have these peps been in here and like how long are they how frequently is this like exhausted and refilled like I, the cocktail pep things should have a you know how like a, a sandy can has like the last cleaned by date on yeah. the side uh-huh. somebody's in there like i clean this on this day yeah, 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 so you know like if it's nasty you're like okay well right Bad luck for me. I'm on day six. Mm-hmm. Well, the cocktail pep thing needs the same thing. Like last filled with cocktail pep on this day. Right. I need a date. Well,
0: Isn't, is it, it's loose in there, right? They're yes. they not, they're they're not individually wrapped. <laughs> like people, it's like the mints that at the restaurant, the, the mint, the mint dish. Like you don't know who's been picking mints out of there. Right. And yet people will walk up to the mint dish and eat the mints out of the mint dish. And you're like, you gotta be fucking crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will not. People are not washing their hands. They're, they're doing all kinds of stuff to that mint dish. Yeah. So uh, let me tell you a story that's cocktail pep adjacent. <laughs> unless you had something no, else to I, say I, about the 7-Eleven baby. I, I don't. Uh, I wish the 7 7- baby... I wish
0: her the best. I wish her all the best. Okay.
1: Well, I think we all do. I Just, you know, maybe... Hopefully there's a planet for her to live on. Yes. When she gets to be 7 or 11. Um. I was told by a... Uh, the pet store people mm-hmm. that i shouldn't keep my dog food directly in the tupperware container like we i used to bring home the 60 pound 60 pound 30 pound whatever the big bag of dog food whatever it is and cut it open and pour it directly into this wheeled tupperware okay right and i scoop it out of there until it's gone and repeat the process mm-hmm and then i think i i don't know how it came up but the guy asked me or whatever and he's like you know you shouldn't do that because although you're cycling the food out the fat on the outside of the food actually sticks to the inside of the container and is slowly rotting in there and so your dog you're putting fresh food into a container that's coated in rancid fat so think about that next time you get a cocktail pet from
0: the <laughs> 7-elev <7-11. laughs> is um yes that is uh it seems, it seems related, is all I'm saying. something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: All right, well, that's our show, and our thanks to all of you for listening to the Two on Three pod. Please know that we appreciate tremendously your time, and if you don't already, please subscribe and or review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And you know what? It only takes a couple of seconds to click a, click a couple of stars, and uh, the more reviews we have, the more recommendations the services provide. They pop us up if we have lots of star clicks. So if you're one of our couple hundred subscribers, which I appreciate, we appreciate every single one of you guys, uh, log into your service of choice and just tap, mash those star
0: buttons for us. <laughs> Do it.
1: <laughs> and as always, don't be shy about uh, sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. As I said in the past, somebody's got to produce it and it sure is a lot easier if it's you and not us. But we'll be back next time with more rancid fat all over our cocktail peps. (laughs) But until then,
0: peace.